external communications is largely organic. Employees like to talk to each other. They have a different, they form their own culture. And so, so as an organization or as an, as a brand, you can only influence that organic conversation in a slightly inorganic way. Hello and welcome to Master of Comms, the podcast for transformative communication, straight from the pros. In this episode, our guest expert will share his recommendations on the best ways to manage the blurring lines between internal and external communication. I am Krucha Sejwani, host of Master of Comms Asia, as well as Director of Asia at Sociable. And today, I am accompanied by our guest from Tata Consultancy Services, Amit Govind, Head of Social Media and Internal Comms. Who better to talk to us about internal and external communication? Hi, Amit. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Krusha. Thanks for having me here as part of your podcast. I'm really glad to be talking to Sociable and uh, you. As uh, This is a very interesting topic and I'm really looking forward to talk about it. Thank you, Amit. So maybe let's start there. Before we dive into the topic, uh, please introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, we'd love to hear more about you first. Uh, so I uh, look after uh, uh, social media and employee communications for TCS. As you know, TCS is a billion-dollar organization, part of the Tata Group. We have with more than uh, half a million workforce spread across 47 countries. And my role primarily looks into key four aspects. One is, of course, social listening and uh, managing conversations, social media platform management, employee advocacy, especially closely looking at employee creator programs. And last but not the least, uh, the most important being employee communications, wherein we use our internal platforms, which are very key to talk to our own employees and communicate the organizational values and organizational messages from time to time. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that so precisely, Amit. It was very easy to get a nice uh, clarification on all the different roles that you carry out. I know you spent a few seconds talking about TCS and it is a company that probably doesn't need much of an introduction. Still, if you had to tell listeners a little more about what TCS primarily does, we'd love to hear. We are the largest as far as in the IT services and digital transformation solutions happens. If you look at some of the top Fortune 500 companies, they all rely on us when it comes to software implementation, integration, and advising them uh, on large-scale digital transformation, especially to accelerate their businesses and exponentially increase the value, not just in terms of revenue, but also in terms of profits. That's what we do largely. As a brand, we are very, very much focused as far as some of our sports sponsorship programs are concerned. For example, we are the lead, the principal sponsors of the London Marathon. Most of the marathons, whether it is the Chicago, whether it is Lidingo Lobed, or whether it is the Amsterdam, is sponsored by us. So sports is a very, very important part of our brand development and communication. Our employee base makes us one of the largest employers in India. And that's where our core assets, asset is. Some of our campuses are uh, always buzzing with a lot of energy and that's what we do. We've been we are spread across all of India. Almost every city we have a campus. Largest, one of the largest campuses being in Chennai. And yeah, most of the cutting edge work is done out of India for some of the top global 500, Fortune 500 companies. Have to agree, definitely some incredible campuses. It should be on the list of things to do when you visit India. It's really hard to, to define what TCS does because there's so much it does, but you've done an incredible job giving us a nice picture of a couple of key assets of the company, of course. 
So with that out of the way, Amit, let's jump into the topic for today. And today we want to discuss internal and external communication. And more importantly, the fact that the two are really blurry. So before we get into it, I want to first understand, is that a sentiment you share or do you think they still stand on their own? Yes, I do share, especially with the way the new age employee is just they're just like any other customers, right? The new age target audience, which marketers are across, they are still trying to grapple with when it comes to media, when it comes to consumption of their content, they are forever mobile or on social and so on. So it's a very different. So if you look at, if you look at the way communications has evolved over the last few years now, it is primarily catering to this younger target audience. And if you look at even our target audience or our employee base, uh, which is largely the young workforce uh, across India. For us also, it gets very important to understand this young target audience. Uh, so what we do is we mainly derive a lot of insights from external marketers who are catering to this young target audience and then using those insights to kind of plan our communication, plan our creative campaigns around our employees because we believe that they are just the same. Of course, being employees, you expect them to use tend to expect that they will have a little more better attention span when a company is talking to them. So, which is why we use a combination of internal platforms and social media very, very effectively. For employee communication, social media becomes a very critical aspect for us. We use that in an integrated fashion uh, when it comes to our internal portals and things like that, along with social media to target uh, our employee base because that is, and we have found very, very we have found excellent amount of success. And I think that's something which we, we, we will continue to do. That is so interesting and fresh. So what you're saying is you're pretty much treating your employees uh, almost as an end customer as well. As you said, they probably have uh, more engagement or more attention to what you're talking about. But you're not only using internal mediums, you're actually using social media as well. Yes, that's absolutely right. Whether it is LinkedIn or Instagram or for that matter, even Facebook. We, we don't shy away from talking to our employees through these platforms as well. Of course, there are certain really internal points or internal discussions, which we then restrict it to our own internal platforms. But largely today, the world is quite porous. Today, the world is quite transparent. We don't shy away from using social media at all. And employees love it. Employees do engage with us. It's very forward thinking. And I know when you're explaining it, it almost sounds obvious. Like everyone should be doing this. From what I've heard and seen, it is, isn't is used as widely. And you all are definitely one of the first to probably be doing something like this. At the same time, challenges of having such a large workforce, you also need to stay different. Because it's not going to be possible that such a large workforce is going and which is so mobile, you're going to get them all in one place, which is why uh, social media becomes a critical aspect of our communication when, it, when we have to do any form of integrated communication. Amit, something before we go deeper into these tools that you've been using, would you say that this blurring of internal and external, in that case, do you think it's primarily because of mobile and social media or are there other reasons why these lines have blurred? I mean, while mobile and social media, of course, they are just the carriers. It is the change in content style and content consumption and attention span and other aspects. I, and I guess that is what is kind of driving this in some way. So it's so while these are mediums and they will continue to evolve, what is important is that brands and marketers have are finding new ways to talk to people, which is 
simplistic to the point, fact-based, visually driven, and so on and so forth. So that's uh, where the key is. Largely, if you look at traditionally employee communications or internal communications, most largely restricted to a very uh, restricted to internal magazines, internal portals, and uh, very it was a, it was tightly stiff, right? In the last few years, especially, of course, with social media and internet and many other aspects, there has been an increasing amount of transparency. If you look at the way leaders are also talking across organizations, they are also talking in a very, very transparent manner. We saw in COVID, especially many companies talking in a very transparent manner. Many companies, many leaders, many leaders also took on to LinkedIn and other forms of social media to talk to their people, not just leaders, political leaders. They all have, they all have LinkedIn pages where they're talking to their customers or people on a daily basis. Communication itself has been simplified. And I think that is the key, which we need to understand. And keeping that as many tools and I use as many platforms to reach out to you. But if your communication is simple, then it will travel fast. That's very well explained. Yeah. Because that's how these platforms are designed in a way. Correct. So what you're saying is one is the medium, which is why you're using more than one medium. It's no longer, as you said, just an internal magazine or one newsletter. There are multiple mediums and then it's also the content itself that you're putting out. As you said, it needs to be more visually appealing or it needs to be in different formats. The attention span is lower, etc. And so you're taking all of that to do something holistically. Amit, can I bother you to, this paints a very clear picture. I'm going to bother you a little more to take us maybe a little deeper into it. Could you give us maybe an example where UTCS has used this? these different mediums with different forms of content in any kind of internal communication use case? Yeah, Trisha. I can give you, there are several examples. In fact, we use integrated way of communication on a daily basis. But I would like to talk about one very, very important campaign, which was also so, so important. It was during the COVID time. TCS embarked on this journey where we wanted to ensure that most our employees are vaccinated. And we said that if we have to look at the vaccination rollout program, while we will use all forms of communication, such as emails, ultimatic, our intranet and other forms, internal platforms, we somewhere still, because everybody was involved, we somewhere felt it was not going to be possible to reach out to all our employees easily. So we said that, what do we do? How do we kind of our employees? Because they are all mobile, they are all in different locations, they are working from home. So of course, we used something called the Facebook dark post feature, where we have a match rate of 60% on Facebook, where we targeted our employees to talk about the vaccination program and where they can enroll, how can they enroll using internal platforms in, for the vaccination, for the TCS vaccination drive. We also gave it a very cool name in line with the IPL called the T vaccination so that people could kind of get a little excited about it. We also observed a lot of vaccine hesitancy in Bangalore, Chennai and a couple of other regions. So we decided that we will start rolling out market campaigns, personalized mass mailer campaigns, where we will send out mass mailers through the desk of the center head or CEO and uh, tell people that why vaccination is going to be important. So the mail was to a specific employee through the use of Marketo. So Marketo was, if you look at marketing automation tools, they are mainly designed for talking to external audience and customers, but we used all of these things for internal audience because that was the need of the hour. That was important for us to do. And that was something which we thought we should deploy to reach out to all our customers, to reach out to all our employees. And finally, we, after doing all this, we were 90% hit rate as far as our vaccination program was quite a, quite a big success. And of course, hats off to HR and admin and everybody 
to kind of create such a successful program to vaccinate so many employees. We just we, we did not just vaccinate CIS employees, but we also took care of other data employees. So that was a huge thing for us. That's incredible. What a campaign. You paint, you chose, as you said, you do this on a daily basis, but you chose quite a pertinent example. And thank you for taking us through the fact that the mediums you use, but also the kind of content you put out and then the results you got. So it's a very complete example. And obviously, because it was related to vaccination, it not only ticked communication buckets, but the impact was even beyond that. Absolutely. It was well beyond that. Amazing. But you mentioned the last thing you said right now when you were talking about, you, you spoke about the mediums, you spoke about uh, the impact and you mentioned hats off to HR, to admin, to multiple departments. And that does bring me to the question, we are talking about blurring lines between internal and external communication. So how do, usually these departments do work in silos. Uh, how does it work at your end and how do you ensure that they can work together? No, generally, obviously, uh, because this is a largely an employee-centric issue, what happens is that when it comes to working in tandem with each other, these are the central functions which kind of come into immediately. So HR, of course, when admin, because campus-related activities are controlled by an admin, HR is, of course, the most important. We then get into the fact when it comes to designing the communication for employees and things like that, right? And then, of course, we also have our tech team, which is which manages the internal IT systems. So the all these departments come into play and work with each other in a collaborative fashion when it comes to such large campaigns, which are employee-centric campaigns and things like that. Yeah. For example, the entire vaccination program Tech backbone was designed by our internal IT system because, you know, you need to track who's getting vaccinated and who's not. HR, basically, you're responsible for managing the on-ground activation along with camp, along with, and we were sourcing of vaccines and things like that. Plus, at the same time, we were responsible for communication, telling people when to go, what to go, how to go, and so on and so forth. So it was like a very solid campaign. And that's how we kind of roll out most of our major campaigns when it comes to Managing employee communications and employee engagements. I'm really glad you shared that. And that was also the reason I kind of paused on it when you said that. Because it's interesting to say that when we talk about employee communication, internal communication, there's always the question of who's responsible for it, right? It's like this baby that goes from one lap to another. And it's interesting that usually the best campaigns do have a multi-department effort that goes in. And you've really well described it with like HR, comms, IT, all of these together. And that's why when you're, especially when your lines are blurring between an internal and external comms, everyone coming together and playing their role is when you get the best results. Absolutely, absolutely. I also wanted to talk about now this picture sounds great. You're like clearly doing a very good job with these blurring lines. And being able to treat your employees as, or if not more than the end audience and working your medium's content strategy around it. But when you were setting this up, so when this was happening, when the lines started blurring, when you all decided this is the route you all want to take, were there challenges and what were they? Challenges was just, uh, there weren't many challenges, but the challenge is mainly the mindset. So the mindset is that these are internal things. How can we use the external platforms to talk about? It's just the mindset. But mindsets can be easily uh, managed if you have the data to back. Right? If you look at the way TCS is or the way the brand is, uh, it's a very transparent brand. It's a huge brand. Uh, if you look at social itself, most employees are so active on social, are talking to each other on social, trying to understand, helping each other. There are communities around TCS. So if you look at 
that employees are already quite active when it comes to understanding and helping each other through all nine communities. So for us, so we looked at all of this and we thought it's a natural progression for us to look at an integrated form of uh, communication. Right. So I think it was, it was in a way already part of the ethos. So you felt like it was natural progression, but that mindset shift that did take place to whatever extent to kind of level up. Was there anything specific that worked to make that happen or anything that stands out when you remember as a challenge? Nothing really. Like I said, we started experimenting and we started seeing a lot of attraction. The first passion which we started receiving is that we started getting, we have a very robust ORM process as well getting in escalations from social media employees started talking to us through social media and kind of telling us if there are any concerns etc then we were able to kind of solve or we were able to kind of help them just like any other company will just like any other company which manages customer care we were managing employee and we also observed a huge uptake in terms of our engagement our linkedin numbers shot up today we are a, today our page on linkedin enjoys a 14 million followership one of the biggest pages across the world. I can't think of any other page having 14 million followers. We started observing all of these changes and we thought that we felt we were on the right track. We were able to kind of talk to our employees in a very, very clinical and a very clear fashion. That is something which really worked for us. As you said, you didn't probably feel a huge roadblock in terms of that this is the other way in which we work. It felt like part of the ethos, but still it was kind of this mindset shift that was happening and through feedback, reiteration, as you spoke about, Clearly, the results are incredible. So that that has worked. Amit, we did speak about multi-department participation, right? When that gives the best results. However, of course, sometimes there are challenges where maybe for certain departments, there needs to be more motivation to get their support or participation. Or even for upper top management, this is something that we hear a lot also. How do you get them on board to now take on this blended communication strategy? Just see the results. Once they start seeing the results, once they start seeing, they're able to, at least that's what my learning has been. I mean, I mean, you can have amounts of presentation, data sharing, etc. But I think simply goes by the results. You show them smaller milestones and to achieve those milestones, then they get comfortable with it. So it's a very, very simple process. Right. So your takeaway is basically focus on even smaller results. And then once that's seen, usually that's the way to win over top management. Yeah, especially when you're making that clearance, you should, you need to show a smaller result, uh, you know, and kind of focus them in the right way. And then you can start making larger changes. And within this blended communication, because we were talking about top management, and correct me if I'm wrong, I just remember seeing a lot of this storytelling also be around this. So is storytelling a big part of the internal and external communication blend? And how do you all use it at TCS? It is, it is, it is, it is huge. And we, if you look at our content on social itself, so that employee-focused content, it is largely, extremely pleasing, visual-driven. Our employees star in some of those content it's made in a way which is a slice of life, which is basically a lot more uh, appealing to the younger audience. And if you look at our Instagram content, it's also the same. So for so our visual imagery, our changes in terms of creativity is also something which we have kind of made or at least consciously made, consciously made an attempt to change the way any marketer would do. Yeah. So... So that's something, and that that and that was the first thing which we embarked on before we actually even embarked on getting the integrated way because we thought creation all those things. First thing what we used to do is to look at how we kind of communicate and how we kind of do our content. 
and that was something which we first embarked on and then followed after this we kind of like how to integrate and things like that because if you don't have content then no amount of integration and platform will work for you right that's very useful to know that if you're looking at a starting point then it's you know relooking at the content itself and then it goes into as you said the mediums and the integration of how that works and from what you pointed out it sounds like sort of it works both ways that means when we are talking about the blend of internal and external comms not only are you saying that target employees with communication using external mediums which is where a blend happens but also your employees become part of the content that you're using on external medium so it's sort of like this lovely exchange or cycle whatever we'd like to call it absolutely absolutely okay amit we spoke i know you shared when you shared your example you did share numbers with us which were very impressive we were talking about the vaccine and i think you spoke about a 90 or 95% click rate for example overall when you're dealing with blended communication today another change that has happened is i'd say probably slightly more emphasis on roi or measurement than there has been before so how do you tackle that how is this blended communication tracked of course social media we have a lot of metrics uh, one is the vanity metrics and the other one is of course we also run ads like i said so we have those forms of metrics are always available internal it's internally across our platforms we also get some metrics in terms of what is the hit rate number of people who have read our communication or have seen and so on so forth we look at these numbers simply in terms of reaching to our target audience if there is a clear city we also see how many people have actually clicked on it or how many people have actually signed up on particular kind of a particular program etc we also look at how many people actually came from social media and so on so forth it kind of gives us a very good picture in terms of how well things are performing we are also very active on sociable we have a very good employee base on sociable which also amplifies some of our brand communication across their own uh, personal social network platforms we are able to get data from there too so a lot of good that comes from all of these things and we have a good system to understand where and what who's consuming what and so on we also sometimes conduct some focus group discussions uh, qualitative exercises amongst employees to understand its campaign do they reconnect and what has what is it that they kind of have liked in certain campaigns most of our campaigns feature our own employees and that is what they have really liked in past that sounds very thorough yeah it sounds like firstly you've got the qualitative and the quantitative side covered so which is very interesting cuz i don't hear of the qualitative as much that's very very interesting and on the quantitative side also thank you for the very clear description cuz you've spoken about external tools you use of course to measure the blended side of course the social media direct stats that you get and the internal stats you have using your own tools so it sounds like a very complete circle Absolutely, absolutely. We will do more. Like I said, our entire inspiration is from the way marketers talk to their customers. So whenever we have an internal unit called behavioral sciences, which is part of TCS research, we are trying to see how can we kind of integrate some of the best practices from behavioral sciences onto our employee communication, so that we can create a lot more robust forms of creative campaigns for our employees. So those things are also going on. So that's what will be the key as we integrate. both the mediums definitely uh, in this area that's fascinating and i have no doubt i'm already excited maybe few months down the line to already hear about the next steps there but amit what you said now is again clear proof of the fact that tcs has always been ahead of the curve when we are talking about communication 
many people, so we have a lot of, I'd say, communication professionals, experts, or even people who maybe want to study the art listening into this today. So I want to maybe take a step back and now sum it up for them that, of course, you all have done an incredible job with blended communication. But if there's someone who's starting out or who's in the early stages of it, what are maybe just if you had to sum up three key recommendations to them that what should they be doing and taking most seriously in this journey? First, challenge any form of mindset. I think that's in having a progressive mindset is really very important. Second, understanding your employee base. Don't shy away from understanding them, conducting, like you said, a group discussion, a survey, getting a little more deeper and getting a lot more information about what do they like, how do they consume information, what are they looking at, what is it that they have liked about the organization, do they live the, do, do they live the organization values. These are some of the things which are, very, which are very important to understand. And third, I spoke about mindset. So from mindset, if you challenge the mindset, you will then immediately be able to look at how to kind of reimagine communication campaigns, how you can also reimagine platform management, targeting to the younger audience, understanding their mindset. So the crux of everything is first challenging the mindset. And then once you challenge the mindset, traditional mindset, you will be able to reimagine every aspect of internal communications. Internal communications, if you ask me, has been one of the most ignored uh, fields over the longest period. It's, it's not been updated. It's kind of, there were many platforms which were launched like Yammer and many other things, but Facebook also had launched, I remember something called Facebook Network, but everything was kind of limited. That's also because the communications is largely organic. Employees like to talk to each other. They have a different, they form their own culture and so so as an organization or as an as a brand, you can only influence that organic conversation in a slightly inorganic way. So which is why it's very important that when you try to do that, challenging the traditional mindset and understanding the target audience and understanding their motivations, etc., becomes very critical. So that then you are able to influence it in the positive way. Otherwise, and more importantly, influence in a positive way, but at the same time influence more like a colleague and less like an organization because that's how the new age employees listen to any form of new communication. I love that. I think that sums it up so well. I'm going to repeat it just for my benefit. That's how I learn best and hopefully that helps the audience. But three quick takeaways, I think, as you mentioned, mindset was the most important one. So firstly, accepting the blended communication and knowing it's the present, not just the future. Then you spoke about, which was very interesting, which is understanding the employee perspective and not shying away from getting feedback, understanding the expectation they have, talking as a colleague instead of an organization, which was a very interesting uh, line, I thought. And then it ends with the more execution reimagining side of the actual, how do we then reimagine our content, our campaigns, the mediums we are using, etc. Would that, would that correctly sum it up? <laughs> Absolutely. Very well said, Prisha. Yeah, Thank you. Your, your words, just, just relaying them back to make sure we understood them well. You were super clear with it. Thank you so much, Amit, because that's been so useful for me, for sure. And I'm sure for a lot of listeners out there. I want to ask you something I love asking all our guests before they leave, which is not very related to communication. But can you share with us the title of a book or a movie that has had a big impact on you recently? There are several books which I'm, I'm a keen history observer, so I really love history. I really love books by Manu Pillai and William Dalrymple. But there is one book which I would probably ask everyone to probably read, especially in October being the Mental Health Month. It's a book called The Things You Can See Only When You Slow Down. 
I've read it. I love the book. I read it last year. To every young person out there, to every person who's trying a good year, this little as a foundational book. Read one chapter at least. You will, you will make out of that's all from my side. What a wonderful recommendation. Thank you, Amit. It's something that I can second as well. I really enjoyed the book. And in fact, it's one of those books, as you said, you did a little every day. I wouldn't mind revisiting it. So thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you for sharing your valuable time with us. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Thanks, Amit. Bye. This was Master of Comms, the podcast for transformative communication straight from the pros. Follow us here for the next episode. See you soon.